Hey, so thank you so much for joining me today. Jesus has a word for us. He's preparing us for his return. Let's hear from him today. Jesus, we thank you that you would speak through me, that we would know what you're saying, that you would just come on the inside of us and make your return to us real. We thank you for helping us, for preparing us for your return in your name. In your name we pray. Give you all the glory. Just submit to you, Lord. Love you. You know, he, he, he's made it really clear that if we don't prepare for him like he's coming tomorrow, we'll never be ready. Just like if you don't get ready for Christmas, if you don't get ready for your wedding, if you don't get ready for an event that's about to happen, you, you'll be late. You won't be ready. And that's what happened to the five foolish virgins in Matthew 25. Five were wise, five were foolish. Five were ready when Jesus came, and the other five weren't. They ran out of oil. They fell asleep. And Jesus is clearly saying to us today, if we don't prepare, if we're not getting ready and just acting like he's coming tomorrow because we don't know the day or the hour, we have to have some kind of plan to be ready. And he is, he is in, encouraging us to get ready now. To get ready now because you don't know exactly when he's coming. Second Timothy 2 20 through 22. It says, In a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also utensils of wood and earthware, some for honorable, noble use, and some for menial, ignoble use. Whoever cleanses himself for what is ignoble and unclean, who separates himself from the contact with the contaminating and corrupting influence, will then himself be a vessel set apart and useful for honorable and noble purposes, consecrated and profitable to the master, fit and ready for any good work. What Jesus is saying to us today is that and he's been saying it to us all along, that as we prepare, as we set ourselves aside, he spoke to me about being holy, which means set yourself aside, um, separate yourself from the world. Um, verse 22, shun youthful lust and flee from them and aim at and pursue righteousness all that is virtuous and good, right living, conformity to the will of God in thought, word, and deed, and aim at and pursue faith, love, and peace, harmony and concord with others, and fellowship with all Christians who call upon the Lord out of a pure heart. That's what he's saying today, is to separate ourselves from the world. And then we're actually that vessel of honor. When we say we are a Christian, yet we live entangled in the world, entangled in sin, then we're not representing him. He's asking us to go for him, to prepare to separate ourselves from the world already. If we're going to move in with him anyway, if we're going to move in with him someday, then it seems to make most sense to separate ourselves from the world now. He said to be holy like I'm holy. Separate yourself from sin now so that on that day 
when Jesus returns, he's not going to say, I didn't know you. Away from me, you who practice lawlessness. We don't separate from sin. We're not going to fit into heaven. We're not going to fit into heaven if we don't separate ourselves from sin. Always think of a way in a manger. Fit us for heaven to live with you there. And that's what he wants to do. But we have to cooperate. If, if he's going to fit us for heaven, if we're going to fit in, then we have to cooperate with him and cleanse ourselves from the world. Separate ourselves. Look different. Represent him. That's what he's asking us to do, to prepare the way for him. When we live like the world and we accept their sin, and we say we're Christians, we're really not representing God at all. We're representing the enemy, and we're saying their sin is okay. You know, when, when we're around people who sin and we don't, they get uncomfortable uh, around us, and we get uncomfortable because it seems they don't want to be around us anymore. And of course, because if they're not willing to change and and to prepare to stand before the Lord that day, they're going to be uncomfortable around us. And so it, it's really a good thing when you're rejected. Jesus didn't conform. And he said, you're going to be hated because I'm hated. We look peculiar to them because we're separating. We're preparing to live in heaven. We're, we're being fit to fit into heaven. The things that you're doing now, a good way to check yourself, what you're doing now, can you imagine doing that in heaven? Do you live your life knowing that God is constantly looking at you, knowing what you're doing, that you can't hide anything from him? And knowing on that day that everything that you've done and said is going to be judged. And so we want to judge ourselves now. We want to, we want to let him correct us now. Um, Revelation 3.19, Jesus said he corrects those he loves. And it's because he's fitting you for heaven. So God is saying today, the message he gave me to tell you today is be holy. Separate yourself for his use. Be that example. You know, that, that, that word scares so many people away, but it's really not that difficult. The, the word just means separate yourself unto him. Be like him. Agree with him. Hang out with him. You know, you're, you're like that person you hang out with. When you hang out with him, then you are going to feel convicted of your sin when you're with him. And then you're going to change that. You're going to conform to him and not to the world. So that's the message I have for you today. He's coming, and he's asking you to represent him, to go for him. So many times I hear him say things to me, um, will you do this for me? I know it's going to be uncomfortable. I know those people are going to reject you, but would you do it anyway? Would you do this for me? Would you stand up for me? Would you stand up for Jesus? When he asks you, when you sit with him, which is always the key, when you sit with him and he asks you for a favor, you can't say no because you feel his love because of all he did for you. Now he's saying, would you do this for me? He's living on the inside of us to do that greater work. 
I'll never forget the day I stood in church. And I did that uncomfortable thing he asked me to do. And then I had a vision. I saw him in me. It's not about me. I'm always not wanting to do it because um, I'm thinking about me. But it's him in you. He wants to do a work in you. Will you cleanse yourself? Will you cleanse yourself for that? Isn't that what he said? Cleanse yourself from what is ignoble and unclean. He can't live on the inside of you if you're in sin. He can't do that work through you if you're in sin. If you abide in him and he abides in you. That's how it goes. you got to be in agreement, engaged with him. If you're going to marry him one day, then you have to start conforming to him. He's not going to conform to you because we naturally sin. We're from below. He's from above. And so we have to reach to him. And there's nothing that's impossible for us. If he lives on the inside of you, then what can be impossible? If you rely on him, then it won't be impossible for you to cleanse yourself. If you fall in love with him, you'll just want to please him. You'll just want to do what he wants you to do. And you will reach to do that. It'll, it'll be your objective to please him. You know, and so many people say, well, we don't got to do work. He loves us already. Of course he does. Of course you don't have to do anything. Your kids don't have to do anything to gain your love. No matter what you do, they're going to love you. But he's saying, will you do this for me? So many are lost and don't know Jesus. Will you show them who I am? Can I live on the inside of you? And you represent me? Show them? Be my witness? Or are you going to be overtaken with sin? Are you going to let the enemy overtake you in sin? He is evil. And he has a ploy. He is tricky. And he is going to be pulling you out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth if you're not paying attention. If you don't sit with Jesus every day and make it your objective to hear him and know what he's saying to you, then the enemy is going to pull you out into the outer darkness. That's going to be the end result. He's going to pull the rug out from under you. All the while, you might have thought you were following him, but because you didn't sit with Jesus, you didn't know. So Jesus is saying, conform. Be holy, because I am holy. Separate unto me. Separate. So I can live on the inside of you and do my work in you. That's what he's saying today. Let's pray. Jesus, you said that you're knocking on the door of our heart. And if we would heed your voice, you would come and live on the inside of us and teach us your way. And so we just receive that today. We thank you for taking over. We thank you and praise you. We love you. And we commit to cleanse ourselves for you this day. Love you and praise you and give you all the glory. If you pray that prayer with me today, I'm so excited. Jesus has so much good for you. Submit to him. Heed his voice so he can do that good in life and prepare you to go out for him, to do his work, to be that witness, and to prepare you to fit into heaven to live with him there. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.